with God's Word as our authority, we, the Restructured Podcast, would like to set forth a proposal to God's people, the New Testament Church, to become of a Berean nature in pursuit to know the Scriptures. The Church in our generation, we believe, has become a distant shadow of what the body of Christ should look like. It will be our endeavor to bring forth things for God's people to think on and consider as they search God's Word to see if these things are so. All right, this is the Restructure Podcast. Thank you for joining. Uh, We have two idiots on with us today. (laughs) No, there's three. (laughs) There's three. Yeah. The term of idiots is the number three. The Three Stooges. This is the Three Stooges Restructure Podcast. So we have a guest on today. Now, this is Little Jerry or Brother Jared or whatever you want to call me. And then we have Haas. I'm Haas. Pastor. Not Little. Not Little. (laughs) And then we have a pastor with us. He's been on a couple times. Uh, Last time, I think, was with a panel discussion. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, we ha- we're having that was a long time ago. That was that was a while. too much because then the camera shakes. Oh, well, it's still. Let me do. Everybody and actually for listening. Us, for those that do not watch the videos, <laughs> you have no idea what we're talking about. Just know that it's important stuff that you're missing from the videos. So. Oh, we're never gonna get through this. <clears throat> anyway, we have Pastor Dusty Ray. And he's been on, we talked about standards a long time ago in a discussion. Um, and uh, we also have, I don't remember what we talked about with that panel discussion. Yeah, it was a long time ago. But, no, I've slept since then. Yeah, we have. I know that Mike Kleitz, pastor of Cairo Baptist Church, alienated the most of the conversation. So, yeah. That's pretty much. Yeah, he was on and too. I, yeah, he was. I remember. I remember David Canny was and on. David Canny because he hardly said anything, but when he did say something, it was either very funny or I, very profound. I was going to say he said a lot of profound things that I was like, we should just give him the mic. Yes, right. I, I mean, agree. and he was like, I think he was probably the youngest one. <laughs> he was definitely the youngest. <laughs> he did great. We're like, what is going on? Um, so we are we are continuing on our discussion on. And st- trying to, we're going to stay in the King James the best as we can. This King James world, the realm, um, and we have we've laid the groundwork that we love our. I love my King James Bible. I'm not going to speak for Brother Larry, and I. Well, I mean, he said that last podcast. You're laughing. I tolerate Jared no. loving the King James Bible. <laughs> no, I mean, I love I, my King James I, Bible. Yeah, we we both love it, and. Um, Maybe we love it mm-hmm. for different reasons. Maybe we love it for the same. I don't know. No, uh, it's but changed my life. We, the God of that book, has changed my life. Let's put it that way. We we're going to be careful though, because um, but we also want to be honest. So, uh, but anyway, we have Pastor Dusty Ray with us. Uh, we're excited that he could be on. It is early for him. Um, <laughs> like because he's on Central Time is what I meant. Like, I yes, yes, it is. Uh, early. He had to get up extra, extra early. Um, so I appreciate him making the sacrifice, being on. He's up in Indianapolis right now, or Greenfield. Sorry, it's two separate places, I guess. But he's up in Indiana with Pastor Hoff. Uh, I don't know what they're doing this week. Just hanging out. Kind of just hanging out, doing some work around the church and. Yeah. Just uh yeah, hanging out's good a word. Mm-hmm. I agree for a Sunday, uh, but I really I brought him and his wife up because they're friends of Christy and I and uh 
we just wanted to spend some time with them and give them an opportunity to relax because they're like we are. They don't ever stop. And so uh, I thought, well, get them up here. And yeah. We'll let them slow down a little bit. Got to get out of town to relax. Mm-hmm. For sure. <laughs> yeah. That's the difference between somebody who, like in evangelism, I'm like, I don't want to go anywhere. <laughs> our vacations are like we're gonna lock our doors we're gonna stay inside it's called a staycation yeah, staycation yeah oh uh, anyways all right <clears throat> so let's go ahead and get into there we are brother dusty on because he does not love the king he mm. <laughs> he well, never mind. I'm not because because you brought me on because I'm a glutton for punishment to hang I, with I you. True story. I don't know why he agreed to be on. I mean, I'm, it's I kind of exciting. Um, <laughs> well, okay, we tried, and I don't know how much Brother Larry told you or uh, Haas told you about this, but um, last fall we were putting together uh, a group, a discussion. I mean, it's been a year. And we were trying to get the five different viewpoints, and we were going to not debate, but just ask the same questions. And um, mm-hmm. I wanted to hear the answers from all those positions. And only we, – we couldn't – it was difficult to get two of the positions um, outside of us. And the reason it was difficult is because those pastors would have to make definitive statements right. that they were – not really yeah they're not and it makes sense i'm for it um they had people that disagreed um on how the king james breaks down in these categories and my by no means do i have any desire to cause division um but there are five main viewpoints on the king james and i want to kind of go through those uh, five different, uh, when I say viewpoints, persuasions. And there are subcategories of this. Standards. <laughs> five standards. I wish you would have gotten that email, that feedback, because it was. I would like for you all to read it. Um, I'll text you the other email address <clears throat> while you're flapping, while you're talking. <clears throat> while I'm flapping and talking. Okay, so I'm going to uh, just share these. And these are, this is basically like, like broken down into five. But I'm sure even in those five, there's going to be people that disagree. Um, and that's not the purpose. So the first place we're going to start is, and I don't want to put a name to it, but uh, I'm going to, I'm going to say, I'm going to bring up somebody's name just because it's really heavily associated. I'm not going to bring it up in positive or negative context. Um, but this would be a double inspiration viewpoint. Okay. Mm-hmm. And, uh, the person that is widely uh, responsible maybe for this pushing this is Peter Ruckman. Mm-hmm. Now, Peter Ruckman has passed on and, um, there are some people that revile Peter Ruckman. There's some people that worship him i don't think that either case should be (laughs) i don't think we should hate or worship um he's a man and Mm -hmm. his personal life uh was not that of somebody i would dis i would agree with uh i've been told by many pastors there's just so much division about that name you bring up peter ruckman and it's a Mm -hmm. uh it's a crazy discussion we were in a Bible mobile last year, and um, the guy's a great guy. He's uh, sharing Bibles, and he's got a whole shelf dedicated to Peter Ruckman. And I walk in, and I'm looking at these Bibles, and he goes, 
uh, I get most uh, conversations about this guy back here, and I, most division. Most people get upset about this uh, that guy back there, and I turn around. I'm like, okay, what guy? I didn't see a guy, and he goes on the <laughs> shelf, and it was Peter Ruckman's books, and I'm like, okay, and he goes, so what do you think about him? And I'm like, I don't know. I'm indifferent, mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's like he's a man, mm-hmm. and. Anyway, so that's not what we're talking about. I just wanted to share that part that I'm neither for nor against Peter Ruckman. I know people. He has no bearing on my life. No, yeah. I know people that he he led to Christ Mm -hmm. that got saved because of of his messages. So praise the Lord for that, you know. Uh, I know I have a pastor friend that is in North Carolina now that went to Liberty University, and he would not have a position on the King James. He probably wouldn't use the King James at this point if it wasn't for a friend of his that was what they he called a Ruckmanite that he had conversations mm-hmm. with. And so it kind of strengthened his position. So good, bad, you know. But double inspiration. And uh, very quickly, um, there is an... <laughs> there, this is the viewpoint, and I'm not... Uh, I have to pull this up. This is the viewpoint of the uh, Ruckmanite, or uh, I shouldn't say the Ruckmanite, but that's what it's called. But the du- the double inspiration viewpoint, which double inspiration would be, that it was inspired at the time of the writings, and it was inspired on what words they translated into English, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and a lot they use. You say, "Where's the Bible for this?" Well, this is the Bible they use. Um, Psalm 12, purified seven times. Hold on. Hey, sweetheart. Okay. <laughs> um, Mallory. Yeah. She ran away. Uh, purified seven times. And this is the explanation that's given. Seven stages of purification in the Bible for the English language can be outlined as follows. The Tyndale Bible, 1525. Uh, the Coverdale Bible, 1535. Uh, Matthew's Bible, 1537. This is a progression of these. The Great Bible, 1538. Geneva Bible, 1560. Uh, the Bishop's Bible, 1568. And the King James Bible, 1611. Did you know that there are those that teach that in the King James Bible translation, the translators themselves broke into seven groups and each one of those groups would translate their portion and pass it on to the seventh group so that it went through each group how many times? Seven, seven times. Mm-hmm. And that's also part of the double inspiration. Now, I don't know if this is a proper time to, to talk about Psalm 12. So we're going to hold well, off on that. I mean, if you want to, let's, why don't we this episode, let's lay out the five positions. Okay, let's and do that. Then we can uh, kind of break them down the next episode. Okay. So this, I think that's fitting to kind of share that viewpoint in the double inspiration. Okay. And uh, then there is the second that would, I think a lot of independent fundamental Baptist preachers would fall into this category where they would say it is the word of God for the English speaking people. Okay. Or they would say it is the word of God. And they wouldn't say it's an accurate translation. 
they say it is the Bible. It is the it is scripture. It is the word of God. It is perfect, inerrant, infallible. Okay, and that's probably most. And I've labeled that as a strong preservation, where they would say that God's hand was on the preserving of scripture in in the 1611 King James, and that uh, there was a it wasn't a work of inspiration. It was a work of preservation. And it's very strong. I do have friends that hold to that viewpoint and some that are kind of in between the first and second. That's why I say there's, this is just five main categories, okay, or viewpoints. The third, and this is where um, we just, we preach against all these, we, I, there's different preaching against all these different uh, viewpoints. And I've heard it my whole life and all ministry life. The third would be a um, that the King James is the best translation. It is a perfect translation from the originals, but the originals are inspired. People have been labeled this. They've been called TR guys, Texas Receptus guys. And this is the very middle of the road, which in the IFB crowd, um, I would probably say this is more on the liberal side. But we're not just talking about just the independent funnel Baptist rule book. You're talking. You're talking about what we would be saying. What we've uh, been trying to discuss: the independent fundamental Baptist movement, right? Which takes away the very first part of that word in terminology: independence. Yeah, yeah. Which the three of us, I know Brother Dusty very well. We are not a part of any movement. And right. one of the things, I mean, when we first had him on, it wasn't about standards. It was about camps. Remember, infighting, and uh, and that's something, I mean, Brother Dusty is definitely not part of any movement. He is as independent as they come. Yeah, and I mean, another word for that with the, dealing with the local church is autonomy. Right. And that's not, I don't think that limits the independent. I think we have independent individual soul liberty um, in a lot of areas. Uh, the perfect translation. Yeah, see, most independent fundamental Baptist movement people would not agree with that individual soul liberty. They all espouse it, but they don't. Uh, not in practice. Yeah. Practice it. Right. Yeah. So, um, and I, I hope this isn't boring for anybody. This is just uh, what, and I, I want to be careful, but the perfect translation from the originals would be the Trinitarian Bible Society, where they are. Um, and they, a lot of people from like Bob Jones, um, would adhere to that and where people would say it's dangerous is because they would say, um, well, if a better translation comes out, then we could go to that. And that's a discussion for the next podcast. Okay. Right. Um, so then the fourth position would be preferred King James there. There's someone that would say, I think the King James is, I love the King James. I don't think it's the only Bible. I don't think it's the only scripture. Um, I prefer it. I think it's the most accurate. Not just completely accurate, but it's the most accurate. Like So there's still um, errors in it, but I prefer it. Uh, but I would read from other versions. Okay, I think that's accurate to say. I'm not saying negative or positive. That's kind of the viewpoint. And then there's the fifth position, which I don't know of many independent fundamental Baptist guys that would adhere to this position whatsoever. I do know some that would would go to a preferred King James, but this is a convenient King James um, where 
maybe in their church, just, just a scenario, in their church constitution, it says that they will use the King James Bible, but the pastor personally reads from the ESV or the NASB or the NLT, something like that. Um, and they, out of pure not causing division, they will not change from the King James. Right. Okay, that's that's their sole reason, which is not a bad reason. Okay. I mean, of all the guys I know, I only know two guys that I would say are in that position. Okay, yeah. I, I know one. So uh, you're right, as far as independent, and I mean independent, fundamental Baptist guys, pastors of churches that are, yeah, you know, Baptist churches. Yeah. I mean, I, I know one that maybe they'd be between a four and a five. Um, I've had the conversation, and it's like sometimes the waters get muddy between the two because, hey, guess what? You can have your own viewpoint. Just because I said, hey, there's five main viewpoints doesn't mean I fall into this category. I have to embrace it. No, it's like from uh, right. from traveling around, talking to people, I have been in every single one of these types of churches. I hope that didn't lose friends, okay? They know where I stand. They know my... Let's just be honest about that. I mean, because I, I had a guy reach out to me. He heard our last episode, which uh, our next episode drops, you know... Um, well, today, tomorrow, um, but uh, this episode won't air for a couple weeks. But um, anyways, um, he texted me and said, I heard that. He goes, have you lost any friends yet? And I said, no, not yet. I said, but if I lose anyone, they're not really friends. Right. Um, if a friend can't let me have my own viewpoint, then they're not really a friend. Because I let my friends have their own viewpoint. And I don't get mad. Oh, them, you do? So. Well, then what are we been doing this whole Most time? Of- You've been guilting and manipulating me. It's been awful. Have I? Have I? I'm I kidding. Have, I, I manipulate as much as I possibly I am kidding. You, you do not whatsoever. That's something I love. Um, I did yesterday. Did but <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Another topic for another time. Yeah, you did. You did manipulate. So um, we have, I think we have a couple minutes that we can kind of, I don't know what we want to w- go from here just for a couple minutes. Um but, well, I mean, Dusty hasn't said much, um, but um, would you all agree why with don't that? We, why, why don't we uh, just take a minute here and kind of go back um, okay. to a previous episode just to fill this in? We'll let that marinate a little bit for the five different positions, okay, um, or perspectives, however you want to say that viewpoints. But um, I complained about never getting feedback from anyone because little Jerry gets all the feedback and. Um, I went to a conference uh, down at uh, Calvary Baptist Church, where Mike Clive's, uh, you know, for the International Fellowship of Baptist, uh, good conference, a good group of men. And uh, Brother Dusty was my roommate at the hotel, and he gave me feedback. And he's the one I didn't slap. He was, that I was, he was the one that he was the, the one, one that gave me feedback. He was <laughs> the one that was like. And that I said, I really wish that I would have him explain. Um, because he and little Jerry differ on their terminology for convictions and standards. I think they're both right because it's their perspectives of terminology because you don't find either one of the now, terms hold on, in the Bible. Hold on. Don't speak, don't speak saying, for us. Don't speak for us. I am going to speak for you. <laughs> no. I, I have the floor. Don't speak for uh, No. Uh, I have the floor. No, I will turn sir, you down and all the podcast <laughs> world will not hear you. Okay. Don't speak for us. And the reason is, is because... Um, like I'm, I'm, I'm willing to start to, a fight. No, you're not going to start a fight because oh. honestly, I was listening, <laughs> trying to you grasp my head. Preachers, you should fight about. No, this. I, yeah. I'm trying to. I, when you were explaining it, 
I was trying to grasp my head around it because to me, um, one of those words means one thing and another word means another, but it's not what the semantics is or the definition or verbiage. It is what they actually mean. So the concept. So I'm trying to wrap my head around the concept because I think we're probably close to the same page with the concepts, if that makes any sense whatsoever. Well, yeah, like I said, it's all, it's all this different terminology. Yeah. I think that, uh, you have to define, there has to be something clearly defined. I think one thing that's handicapped us in our movement or independent Baptist or whatever term you want to use for us is nobody knows what they're talking about. You hear a sermon on, seriously, no, no, you're right. When, when you're, when you're talking, you hear a preacher get up and he starts preaching against this conviction and this conviction and this conviction and get this conviction. But every conviction he's labeling is a standard, not a conviction. A conviction is my personal take on a position. A standard is this is right and this is what I'm going to do. Sorry. And um, and so the problem becomes in that in that cloud, you have people that are not uh, understanding or that are using they use the same term for for the same thing. And now right. no one really knows what we're talking about. So uh, uh, to me, a standard is something I'm willing to die for. A conviction is a personal position. And so I have to decide whether or not I'm willing to fight for this. That's my standard. It's like the flag. We, we carry the flag. That's our standard. And so my standard for the American flag is if, if someone's going to rise up against America, I'm going to rise up against them. I'll stand up and protect the standard. Uh, but convictions are different uh you can go to and just popping in my head the kneeling of the uh during the nfl games people were kneeling during the the uh uh national anthem i think they were horrifically wrong i think it was offensive and wrong on all kind of levels uh find some other way to protest don't protest something that sacred but that wasn't something for me to go up and give my life for to try to keep somebody from kneeling. They have a freedom in America to do that. But if someone comes in with a, you know, AK 47 and are, are trying to shoot down uh, one of our public officials or something, I'm going to stand up for my country. I'm a protector. So I think the, the standard versus conviction thing, we don't know. Okay. This is, if I'm going to label this as a standard in my head, I've got to, to label something. Okay. As a standard is something I'm willing to die for. Um, I, I, I have short hair, you know, <laughs> I made it that way, but, uh, I'm not, and I've heard, I've heard preachers say that, you know, that's a major standard. It, what's only the hair length is only mentioned one time in the Bible that I'm aware of. It's a shame for a man to have long hair and that's never defined. So what is it? Is it a tapered haircut like the military or is it something off your shoulders? What is it? Well, I don't know. I, we weren't living when the Bible was written back then. I think our safest, the safest thing, my conviction is in our family, uh, the boys, we kept our hair off of our collar, off of our ears and off of our eyebrows. That was the standard. The that was the conviction. Okay. But it really wasn't a standard because, and honestly, in that realm, I don't think there should be or could be a standard because who can define what long hair is? So we made that a standard, but it really is always a conviction, and we we carried it to a standard. It's, uh, I think, I think Jesus gives us illustration of this, where the Big Ten Commandments tell us, you know, why most to commit adultery, but what's Jesus tell us in the New Testament? 
Okay, the standard is don't commit adultery. That's the that's the mess up. The Jesus advice to us, his conviction given to us is don't look on a woman to lust after. Paul said it even differently. He said, don't touch. Don't touch women. It's good for a man not to touch a woman. So I think that they're showing us, okay, there's a conviction here, this or a standard here. This is what I'm shooting for. Uh, but to keep myself from violating that, I'm going to put these boundaries or convictions in my life to keep me away from violating the standard that I that, that I believe the Bible puts in place. So I think what, what I'm what I was trying to allude to is that by not having that clearly defined, you get a preacher up there and preaching against a whole list of this conviction, this yep. conviction, this conviction, and is it a conviction or a standard? And I don't know the difference, and they don't define it. Just like, honestly, and I'm not being ugly, you didn't define it when you said it. And even just now, you didn't really give us a clear, okay, what's what's a standard versus what's a conviction? And without a definition of what you're talking about, you're still kind of just stirring up stuff. You're not really honing in. You follow me? I do. Um, so the standard, now I'd be careful like pointing fingers, okay, so the standard um, that I was taught and have been taught in the ministry and the conviction has been flipped. And I think yeah, most Bible classes have flipped. Right. Um, for me, when I said the concept, and maybe I'll go back and defend that a little bit because uh, I still defend that, the concept idea is um, there is something that is a this is right and wrong, which is what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is where many of our listeners are wrapping our head around this. Um, there's something that's right and wrong, and then there's something that we personally decide not to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what you're saying. So, like, right. with what you're saying with the movies, like, which I'm not saying it's right or wrong to go to a movie, okay? But the standard, you would say, no, no, this so is... He's just bringing up another, for instance, you said here, he's bringing up... Oh, okay, okay. Go yeah, go, go. this isn't, for example... Um, there's many churches we go to that don't go to the movies or mm-hmm. some that don't have TV and their standard. And I'm, I'm asking this, I'm running this by, um, the standard would be, I will set no wicked thing before my eye uh, or another approach to that would be, um, letting the world into the home type situation. Mm-hmm. Um, that would, the standard, there would be the biblical truth, the black and white mm-hmm. biblical truth that's given the, uh, conviction would be so we're not going to have tv or we're not going to go to the movies right mm-hmm. see that would be well yeah but that's again uh, in my opinion that's neither because and especially at this point uh you know i told my kids growing up you know in our household we're not going to go to movies it's it's offensive to people i grew up in an era and i remember back when they had movie houses and you'd go in the drive-in and there's a there was a big marquee and had every movie that they were showing whether day or night. So you had your Disney movie and then you had your perverted movie all in the same marquee and the preachers would get up and preach against going to the movies because nobody knows what movie you're going to. And that was their theory. So don't no appearance of evil. The problem is our, our world has changed. I mean, just, it has literally changed. So is a movie wrong? Well, is, is your phone wrong? I mean, you can see the same things you're worse than that on your phone. And so who knows what we're watching now, but as far as, you know, when you get to standards and convictions, those were all convictions because there wasn't a standard. Does the Bible say anything about movies? No. 
So we're, there, there really isn't a standard other than I'll set no wicked thing before my eyes. Okay, so I'm not going to watch bad stuff. That, well, that sure. needs to be my standard. I guess I'm, I I'm just trying to like break it down for our listeners to understand that like to kind of help um, with different scenarios. Because like the right, movie. What, what, the, what I'm trying to say is, is we made things worthy of dying for and and dividing our our we our wouldn't purpose. die for them we do we divide for yeah, them. we yeah. divide for uh this or that it, you know it irritates a fire to me that we divide the way that we divide because uh, it, it shouldn't matter what we do in our personal life and and if i do this or do that or wear this or wear that I'm following Jesus and serving Jesus. When it goes Jesus back to the individual soul liberty, then it's a truly individual soul liberty. Why? It's something that is espoused by many churches. Yes. Part of the Baptist but uh, we don't anagram, but it, it is not actually if you don't something that this, and, and 99% of those are visual. So I'm looking at Jared and determining whether or not he's good or not based on his external. And your external tells me nothing. What matters to God is your heart. And so if I don't take the time to get to know your heart, then I don't know where you're going. So that and would be that'd be what you're saying, the difference between the standard of conviction. The conviction is the personal as you grow in Christ. Yes. Um and the standard this is where <laughs> the standard the standard should be the Bible. In my opinion, the standard should be the Bible. My conviction should be how God through me defines how I live according and to that. That would be the individual celebrity part. That, because we use the Bible as the standard, but the standard is Christ. Well, exactly. Yeah, and but because he is the word. especially, so, I'm glad you said that because here we are. We're gonna. I'm gonna bring yeah. this full circle back to our topic, which is translations. Okay, and we're gonna. This is the. This will be the end of this episode because we're we're gonna uh, stop here and we'll go to the next episode <clears throat> talking about this because every translation is just that Jesus Christ is the word of God. Yeah. And that's Jesus the, Christ is the yeah, standard. Jesus the Christ standard. is grace personified, God personified, the word personified. And so I think that, and what I, I want to bring one more thing up is my two friends here just had a discussion that they didn't agree on some terminology, but guess what? I know they're still friends. They're not going to. Well, I'm not saying we didn't agree. I, I'm not. No, I, I know. I know no, you're not. I'm not because I'm, I'm, I'm listening. We're allowed to have discussions. We're allowed to share perspectives mm-hmm. that may not line up in terminology. But the thing is, we know each other's heart. And I think but, that's. I think Brother Larry's saying that because we we have grown up in a movement where if the the big guy, whoever that is, if he says this is how it is. If anyone says anything different, they're bad, it's and it's not ephod. bad. It's the golden ephod. Yeah, well, and, and we, we've got this man up on a pedestal, and this is his philosophy or his conviction. Mine is different than his. There are people that preach the, the word and are everyone would consider that uber conservative, and my position's much more conservative than his, but people would look at me badly because mine's different than his. Even though I'm more conservative than him, I'm different than him, so I'm the bad walk? guy. And it's my personal thing, and yet why should we turn our nose down or up or pay attention to what anyone else is doing? He said at best, let's be like Christ, let's make him our standard, and let's shoot to be like Jesus was. 
uh, and and go that way and and let him direct our lives through that and make him the standard and we're just trying to shoot to him and you know all of us are going to fall short but we need to strive therefore if i know i'm going to fall short and i know jared's going to fall short why would i fool with looking at jared and not just look at christ why would and I give grace to those who fall short like we do yeah we're all we're all human beings uh, hey and in our no, best no brother larry. I'm, I'm gonna call i'm gonna call him down no no <laughs> now, brother larry i'm gonna i'm gonna answer I'm going to answer before we close. No, you're going to. You're, you're going and I'm going to give you. I, I'm going to tell you. No, I'm going to. No, I'm going to answer this right now because you said <laughs> we disagreed. There no, was I no. Mean, no, I no. Hold on. Hold on. No, no, no. We didn't disagree. You disagreed. No, we didn't. You are putting words in my mouth, which is the problem that we have. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Because honestly, because honestly, I have been taught one way, and. I'm I'm really grateful, like listening and getting the terminology right before going forward about the standards and convictions. Well, I completely really I, I completely agree. Hey, hey, I'm still answering. I'm still answering. Okay, but you're you're just saying stuff. I'm I'm giving an answer. Okay, <laughs> and so the concept of having one thing that is that is truth, which we agree is the Bible, and it it really is Christ. It, that mm-hmm. is our standard. And then having another thing that this is the, uh, I don't want to say it's the train, but it's the thing that uh, that we personally use, which is the conviction to get us there. Mm-hmm. And I, I really appreciate that viewpoint. There was no disagreement. And the reason this I want to clarify, no, the reason I want to clarify is because we have a lot of listeners that would hear that and say, oh, they disagreed. Because everybody has the ADD. And so when one thing said, it's off. I'll give you, for instance, and then we're done, okay? My pastor was talking to me last night about Nick Saban because he's a stinking Alabama idiot, all right? Mm-hmm. My pastor is an Alabama idiot. I love a him today. Roll Tide. Right. Roll Tide. So he was telling me at the end of the game how Nick Saban only heard part of what this reporter was asking him. And you can look up the clip. We're not going to go into it. And he's gotten reamed because the girl was asking a really good question about the team. And Nick Saban blew up at her because he only heard the very first part. And that's what we have to be careful with. Mm-hmm. I love Brother Dusty's viewpoint. And I really appreciate the uh, standard of conviction because I have a book sitting over on my nightstand that disagrees with that. That's from an IFB viewpoint. but mm-hmm. And I'm going to tell you why it disagrees. Because it doesn't give the depth and it's trying to line up the word standard from numbers, which is talking about the perimeters of uh, of a camp, which doesn't even deal with this scenario. It's not dealing with the protection. There are the word standard in the Bible that does deal with that. But they're trying to make that line up with this. And it's two separate things. And um, so when it says the Lord's standards, I think in Isaiah or Psalm, I think it's Isaiah, when uh, the the this standard this makes a lot more sense so i just want to say i really appreciated it because this helps define what has and been I think confusing it's going to help us greatly when we go into the five uh, perspectives yeah and start to look at these things with the concept of christ is the standard period Amen. and i think we all three absolutely agree on that Amen. yep all right. All right. Well, we're going to Dusty, Dusty be with us again the next episode. Uh, you can it's gonna be a long time. Uh, give us some feedback at the restructured podcast G at gmail.com at Twitter on at restructured PC and on Facebook, the restructured podcast. And um, I think that's it. 
Is it? Is that it? I is it think all formats. You could do YouTube. Oh, and if you know, yeah, you can do YouTube. You can comment on our YouTube, um, which is the Restructured Podcast. And you can also text me or text Jared if you have our numbers or call us, and we're okay with that. Shout out to Mike Kelly. Hey, Mike, are you still listening? Let us know. Um, and He's not. <laughs> he might be. You don't know. Is he? Is he in surname? No. Dude, he's a pastor. Oh, he's a pastor. In West Virginia. I'm sorry. My Hurricane West Baptist Virginia. Church. I thought yeah, it was North Carolina. Virginia. No, Virginia. Virginia. No, it was Virginia. Is it West, West Virginia? Virginia? Pretty sure. It could be Virginia. I don't, I don't know. We don't know what we're talking about. I know that. <laughs> Mike, set us straight. Give us some feedback on where you are. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I forgot. You never went to. I apologize. Publicly. You are so out of touch, man. I know. It's awful. But so. I love you. Love you too.